to the first edition of the Train with the Best podcast in 2019. I'm Craig Hoffman. With me on FaceTime today as we crisscross the country, really crisscross the East Coast, is Chris Gorez. He's back from Tampa. I head to Miami tomorrow. Please tell me you left a little bit of warmth and sunshine for me down there. There's plenty of warmth and sunshine down in South Florida for you. Trust me. I left... Uh, I left in shorts and a T-shirt and was welcomed by this nice little uh, ice storm, snowstorm. I'm, I'm lucky that I was actually even able to get in. A lot of the other people who were flying out and into the Northeast, whether it be Newark or D.C. or whatever, a lot of those planes got canceled. So I was lucky to uh, get into Richmond Saturday night on yeah, for sure. I'm a little bit scared. More of getting to the airport tomorrow morning than anything else. I got a 6 a.m. flight, so I'm scared that the roads Yikes. are going to refreeze tonight, and it's going to be a little icy. Uh, but overall, I think I'm going to be all right. As long as I get to Miami, I'll be happy. I don't really care how I get there as long as it's safe, sound, and in one piece. I will then enjoy the warmth. And also, I guess this would be a good time to tell everybody, our first guest of 2019 will be my good friend, our good friend, Elise Caldwell of DBC Fitness uh, down in there. Unfortunately, David Alexander uh, is going to be in, uh, well, he's going to be working with an NBA player. I don't know if I'm supposed to say who and where he's going to be, but he will not be there when I'm there. So uh, he has entrusted Elise to come on with us and, and talk about DBC and everything they're doing. Her story is amazing too, by the way, just her personal story of how she got to DBC and the career she's started to carve out for herself. So we'll get into all that with Elise down in Miami. I'm really excited because I'm going to be going through some of their stuff. I'm going to be getting an assessment uh, with my boy Connor and going through all that. So some of that's proprietary and I'm not allowed to talk about it, I think, afterwards I've been told. So uh, we'll talk about it as much as we can uh, on the pod with Elise and then obviously in pods to come. And uh, what I'm really excited about, Chris, and you've had the chance to go down there and shadow and learn a little bit from those guys, is just the chance to see them work. And, you know, it's really the bigger lessons that I'll be able to take from that experience that I think are going to be fun to share on this pod and make me better as a trainer more than anything else. Yeah, I think it's a good atmosphere to be around. I think, um, you know, what they have going on down there in the, in the design district in Miami is pretty special. So, you know, soak it all in. Yeah, I definitely will. And then, and then I'll go to the beach, and that'll be great. <laughs> Um, Do that. I didn't. I didn't get to go to the beach when I was down in Miami. So definitely make some time. I actually had a chance when we were in Tampa, though, to to head over to St. Peach Beach, which is a gorgeous beach. I mean, it was it's beautiful. The, the the west coast of Florida. I think. I guess it's the only place on the east coast where you can watch the sunset on the beach, right? Uh, yeah, because you got to have that west. Like you got to be facing west, and so the Gulf Coast, Florida, west. would right. be the spot. So that's the only. Yeah. So. You know, to, to be able to see the sunset is, is something pretty cool. Because normally on the East Coast, if you want to see something like that, you got to get up at 5, 5.30 in the morning to get that, that that sunrise off the coast. But to be able to see the sunset and eat dinner and hang out with the kids, that was pretty cool. Yeah, so you, I saw you guys brought the fans down there eventually. Uh, that's an awesome way to end it. But you guys were down there for quite a while, did a lot of different things. I want to dive in. So, you know, obviously, you got, just getting back from Tampa and the, the Onyx elite performance uh, camp down there. First year, you had the women down there. You had the guys down there as well. Took them through all kinds of different things. When you and Noguchi first came up with this idea, like what was the goal and how has that changed over the two years? And, and how did you think this thing went this year? Um, so when we first had this vision of creating an off-season camp, it was, it was really mirrored towards 
you know, what we did for combine prep for the guys getting ready for the NFL combine or draft prep for the guys getting ready for the NBA. So we took a look around, and there wasn't a lot going on in the soccer realm for things like that uh, as far as, you know, getting them ready for the combine and the draft. Now, that's, that's kind of changed because the MLS draft is not like the NFL draft or the NBA draft where everybody in the first round is guaranteed a contract. That's not something that happens in the MLS. So it's, it's, it's kind of changed and evolved into just, a, just a, an off-season camp for, for guys who are already pro or first or second year pro, uh, a few guys or girls coming out of college who want to get good off-season training because what we've identified is this pocket in the off-season where there's not a whole lot going on. And if, you, and if you're somebody who needs to develop your game to you know, break into the USL or break into the MLS or the NWSL, you know, training is kind of on you. So we, we've turned this into something where we feel like we can identify what the players need, we can help them grow. And, you know, one thing for us, our, our mission has always been to just serve the players as best as we can, whatever that, whatever that means. It doesn't mean creating a program that, that we market and, and try to fit, you know, square pegs into round holes. It was a program that could help anybody. And, you know, we're proud of the, the, the way that it's grown over the last two years for sure. When you look at it from the strength and conditioning side, how varied are the levels of the players that you're dealing with? Because I feel like soccer is a sport where sometimes you can get really, really high-level players who have basically no weight room experience. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's full-scale. So, yes, we have players in there who are super athletic, um, that, that can do it all, that, that like to squat and bench and deadlift and all that other stuff. And so those are the guys that you, you kind of got to show them some other things some of the functional training things, how to connect, how to translate things onto the field, building stability and mobility, building power, and not just not just strength. And then you and then you have the ones who are coming in, and you know we're running two sessions a day for for ten days. This is this is quite taxing on somebody who's not ready for that, right? They're not in shape. They don't like lifting weights. They're they're not big on you know any of the extra strength and conditioning stuff. So you've got to be able to tailor the workouts to them as well so you know we get it full scale and, and in soccer like you said you have um you have the, the the very you have a lot of different uh fitness levels in the game even on the professional level although that's that's really changing i mean i think people are starting to understand that you know it's not good enough just to be a good player you've got to be an athlete out there as well you can't just be somebody who's good on the ball because the fact is you'll never get the ball if you're not athletic enough yeah, for sure. So the layout that you guys had, uh, how did it progress throughout the week as you guys moved towards the showcase game at the end of the week? You know, I think we, we, programmed, we programmed the days three days at a time, right? Because we knew that we'd had to get through, like, for instance, we, we got in on a Thursday. So that first Thursday was a session where we combined both the men's and women's groups and, and started to kind of set the tone for what the week was going to be. Uh, so it was a it was a good session. It wasn't like a really hard, intense session, but it was a good session. It was good pace. Then we followed that up with a double session on Friday, uh, which meant we, we, we were on the field for speed and agility. And then followed that up with right into after speed and agility, right into their first soccer session um, where we were t- working on tactical stuff and speed of play stuff and starting to identify what they need as players on the field. Uh, that afternoon, we broke into our, our first strength session, which 
we tr we tried to break down into groups based on of what people needed. Um, so that was that was really the first double day. The second double day came on Saturday, which was two field sessions. So we didn't do much in speed and agility, most just like a, a an extended movement preps to get them moving around because we knew that the legs were going to get heavy and, and get stiff. So they'd have two sessions on Saturday, which was a big group session in the morning, a uh, big group meaning the men's group and the women's group, and then in the afternoon, a lot more technical individual work, things that are still functional to soccer, right? It's not just like, hey, let's come out here and see if we can juggle the ball a thousand times. It's it's technical work and saying, hey, can you do this 10-yard pass and can you be 90% accurate and can you do it at 90% accuracy at game speed, you know, things like that. Um, so that was our, our second day of, of doubles. And then Sunday was our regen day. So Sunday uh, was, was a day to put smiles back on the faces. You know, we got them playing things like soccer, tennis, um, you know, uh, speed and agility, tic-tac-toe, you know, things that, that were going to get them moving around and, and, and smiling and having a good time and, and, and spark those spark their recovery process and then gave them the rest of that Sunday off. And then from there, we just kind of repeated that three-day cycle uh, throughout the rest of the week. Um, making sure that we keep tabs on everybody, you know, what, who's got a hip pointer, who's got an ankle, who's got a quad, you know, anything that, that people are dealing with, we're, we're keeping close eyes on. Yeah, no doubt. One of the things that was really kind of cool and impressive to me was some of the high-level players that were there and how invested they were from Heather O'Reilly to Lauren Sesselman to obviously, I mean, look, it's a Gucci's camp in a lot of ways because he's a co-owner of Onyx and it's the Onyx camp. But, like, let's not forget how good that dude is and how accomplished yep. he is uh, and, and not to mention some of the other coaches and stuff you brought in. Are you at all surprised that you've been able to get this amount of buy-in so quickly or do you think it's, it's kind of a testament to how desperately needed this was in the space? I think it's a testament to the way that those guys carry themselves and what what their priorities are and, and what they what they consider it being a professional athlete means, right? So you take like look at Heather O'Reilly, who's won three World Cups and has over 250 caps with the national teams and has won a World Cup, and she's out there grinding and she's asking for extra running and she wants to challenge like the most fit girl out there to see if she can still run with the 23, 24 year old fit girl, you know? So. Heather's out there. You got Demarcus Beasley, who was a 20-year pro, played in four World Cups for the United States, and he's out there getting his work in. So, you know, when when you see that, and and it's great for our younger guys who are there at the camp to see that because then they see, okay, this is what it takes to be a pro. It's not you know going out there and, and, and living the life. It's out there. It's going out there and putting the work in, um, and then and then you get to see kind of what the highlights are on Instagram. Yeah, for sure. Um, what else did you kind of take away from the week that was different this year than it was last year? You know, I, I think um, from a soccer perspective, I, I think there's just so much that, that we can do. Um, you know, Gooch, Gooch identified this because he's played his entire career in England and, or in Europe, and they do things a different way over there where, you know, you're already on the level where we can talk tactics and strategy and start to work on that, you know, um, and Heather O'Reilly comes from where she played her most of her career here and then spent a year over in Arsenal where she grew up in the American system and then saw how they do it over there, which is completely different. So, you know, it's, it's kind of the blending of the two. And we did that a lot more this year where you have this, this European side where we're teaching you 
the game, right? Because that matters. You can't, these skills don't just live in isolation. If you want to teach uh, an athlete how to have good instincts on the field, you have to have game-like situations at game-like speeds and, and, and get those reps and, and, and practice them over and over and over again and set the standard of, of what's good enough, right? Like 8 out of 10 is, is not good enough. You got to be 9 out of 10. You got to be 10 out of 10 on the simple things done extremely well. Um, so there's that, but then there's also blending the American side of things where, Hey, it, it does build your confidence to take a bunch of touches on the ball and, and to practice, um, little d- different individual skills that may not necessarily live within the game, but, uh, it, it helps to develop that touch that you need. So really the blending of the two to create this training environment and, and, and challenge these athletes in ways that, uh, they're not challenged before. And then from the coaching relationship standpoint, man, just, you know, when you're a professional athlete, I think people have, and even in a college athlete, right? Like people have this misunderstanding of what a coach's job is. A coach's job on the coach on, on the college level and the pro level for sure is to win games. Their job is to find the best 11 players to put out there. That's going to help them win games. Their job is not to develop you as a player. And that might sound bad that might sound like that's not the way that it should be but it is the way it is and it is the truth a coach's job is not to develop you as a player their job is to win games and if you can't get the job done they're going to find somebody else who can their job is not to to help you boost your self-esteem or do this or do that or, or or to make you grow as a player because they don't have time for that so really as a professional athlete or a college athlete your development and growth as a player is on you. So you got to find people who, one, are willing to invest in you, two, are willing to be truthful with you, because if, if you find people who just tell you stuff that you like all the time, you're just going to find yourself around a lot of fake people. So people who are truly invested in you, who are willing to tell you what you need to do, but be authentic about it and, and be there for you and, and, and help you all the way through. You know, I think that's the, that's the stuff that, that makes our camp a little bit different so it's not just blending the european style and the american style of coaching but also building those relationships where we can talk to people call them out and tell them what they need to work on and be stern with them but also be you know be, be supportive of them and, and, and help them in a, in a positive way yeah no man this camp looked awesome uh i was, I was bummed i couldn't be down there for it uh we said this last year but hopefully next year i can actually get down be amazing to take in and just see everybody work at such a high level. Um, looks like you guys also had a lot of fun, which is sometimes lost and underrated, but uh, is obviously really important. So uh, I'm glad it was success again, and and it's only going to keep growing. So congrats to you, congrats to Gooch, and, and congrats to everybody that was involved in this, man. Yeah, thanks. I'm I'm really excited to to see where it's going to grow again. Like it was our first year with the women's program, and the feedback so far from all the players, men and women, has just been so positive. I mean, we're trying to find ways that we're trying to get the players to tell us how, how do we can, we, we can improve this obviously, because we want to get better. And we obviously have ideas of what we need to do to make it better. But from a player's perspective, it's, it's hard for them to give us negative feedback because there hasn't been any so far. So. Okay. Now you're just bragging. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh, if you want more and, and everything, uh, I know there's a bunch of video and stuff that's gone over the past couple of weeks or the past week uh, on Onyx's page, on Chris's page, on Instagram, at Trainer Gores. Um, so make sure you check all that out. And um, you guys have like a more produced video coming out too. Is Maya, Maya wind up coming down? 
Yeah, Maya came down for um, like the last three days of camp, so she's got a lot of good footage. Um, we're gonna have a lot of stuff coming out because you know, in addition to this camp that we're doing for the pros, um, we're gonna start doing this also for for the high school college athlete in the summertime, because again, like what, what I'm starting to realize and what I've what I've known, but I'm starting to realize where we can have a huge impact is helping these players own their development because. Again, it's not on the coach, and, and to be honest, like a lot of these coaches, they're just going to find somebody who can get the job done versus invest their time and energy in you and actually developing you as a player. So I think there's, that's something that, that we need to do because, one, we're good at it and because we like doing it. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, when we come back here on the Train With The Best podcast, a quick update on what we've been up to outside of this Onyx camp because we got some cool stuff coming. New Year, same sponsor. The Train With The Best podcast is still powered by Key2Life Incorporated, the makers of Super Coffee and Super Creamer. Super Coffee, 10 grams of protein, MCTs from coconut oil, and caffeine. Caffeine, that's good for you, good for your brain, gets you going. So are the MCTs, kind of nice. And those 10 grams of protein come in just 80 calories. The whole thing, the whole thing. The 10 grams of protein, if you know anything about how protein converts to calories and how many, it just the math wouldn't add up, but it's, it's 80 calories in total. Great way to start your day. Or maybe you're a super creamer kind of guy or gal. There's plenty of ladies that listen to the podcast. You can check that out too. Three flavors, original, hazelnut, vanilla. Get them all at drinksupercoffee.com. And if you use the code trade with the best, you can get it all for 25% off. 25% off. Just use the code train with the best at checkout on Super Coffee or Super Creamer. That's Key to Life Incorporated bringing it all to you because if you can change your energy, you can change the world. That is the Key to Life. Real quick to wrap up here on the Train with the Best podcast. Uh, on New Year's Day, I made a quick drive down to Richmond. And Chris and I shot a bunch of video. Um, then Chris left for Tampa the next day. And the video has largely been sitting on our phones ever since. But, Chris, we have some cool stuff coming, and it's going to be coming presumably this week. Yep. I'm, I'm going to get all that video and upload it today and start sprinkling that stuff out there on social because I know that people have been asking us for it. Um, and really excited about just where this content is going to go. Um, Mostly because, again, people have been asking for it, so I know we're going to be able to, you know, share some of our share some of our ideas, um, get out there and give people some more kind of instructions and some of the behind the scenes of what we look for when we're building good movement, when we're building drills and strategies to help players grow. Uh, so, yeah, definitely look out for that, and hopefully you get more engaged in the podcast and, and take a look at all the other stuff that we got going on. We've got a Vertimax certification going on this weekend here in Richmond. We're going to have the, the train with the best mentorship probably in April. It looks like now. So a lot of this stuff is coming and uh, it's overdue. So we're ready. Yeah, we're definitely ready. So as for what you can actually look for, we've kind of got a couple of categories worth of stuff that we're thinking about. First and foremost, the easiest one to follow it's going to be on Instagram, where on my page, at Craig underscore Hoffman, at Chris's page, at Trainer Gorez, we're just going to post workouts of the day every couple of days. And, you know, these could be simple bodyweight workouts. These could be like, hey, it's nothing but a bench, nothing but dumbbells, kettlebells. It could be a mix of these things. But it's just simple, like, 
man, I don't know what I want to do in the gym today. All right, here's something to do. And so we, we filmed a couple of those. Uh, we'll put those out. Uh, and obviously requests. Like, if you want, hey, I want a leg something. I want this. I want this combination of stuff. And we think it makes sense. At the end of the day, we're the trainers. Um, but then again, a lot of people listening are trainers too. So if you, you have right. some, some combo that you like and you're like, hey, if you were trying to get this, how would you do it? Or you're limited to, you know, this kind of equipment. How would you do it? Um, would definitely, definitely give us a shout and we'll come up with something and, and maybe put, that can be your, uh, you know, our Instagram inspired, uh, our Instagram message inspired workout of the day. But we also do have the depth. And I think that's what, you know, obviously more of our brand is and, and what this podcast is, is about taking deeper dives into stuff. So we got a lot of progression, regression, and kind of tutorial type of things coming out that I think are going to be really, really good. I really liked our first batch, which, you know, it, it really did focus, Chris, I think, on the two most important, you know, things in terms of our pro- the way we program, uh, especially lower body. And we have a split squat progression and we have a deadlift progression um, and, and or I guess a split squat progression and a, and a deadlift tutorial. And a lot of times it's just like, oh, this is what you do. And then you add more weight or you do this. But like we really broke it down, especially with the split squat progression regression to like the nitty gritty details of this is how you build this from the ground up. Right, right. And that's what I'm looking forward to diving in. I mean, even when we were shooting that, it was like, well, which way do we want to go with this? Because we could literally go a million different ways with this. And so, you know, as as we put this stuff out there, the, the way that we're going to get better with the content that we create is by the feedback that you give us. So, you know, what you want more of, what the questions that you're asking us, that's what we want to be able to answer with this, with the, the video content. No doubt. And the thing is, like, we're starting very simple. And I hope that people come back to this stuff. And, you know, as, as we go, the video content, we, we learn the best way to shoot and edit and all that kind of stuff. Like, the, the quality might get a little better. But the information, is, like, we, we know what we're talking about at this point. And, you know, we even talked about, like, all right, hey, where do we stop this progression? Because with a split squat, for instance, like, we could go all the way to RFE sticks and, and weighted, like, where we're leaving yeah. the ground and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, multiple plyos and, and, and all these different things. And we're like, you know what, let's just, let's cap it here. And you'll see in the video where we, we capped it. But, you know, and then how far do we want to break it down? And just that leaves space for more advanced stuff later. And it's just I think it's important, you know, if you're listening now and, and you're in with us on the ground floor to remember, like, as we start to shoot stuff that's more advanced, that doesn't mean you have to use it. It's good for your toolbox, but the simple stuff is is always going to be. And I think it's a good reminder for us, frankly, too, as we shoot the more advanced stuff saying, hey, make sure you go have a mastery of the simple one first. But if you're ready or your clients are ready. Here's how you do right. the more advanced stuff that we, we talk about or that we put our, our athletes through. Right. So you can look for that coming soon. Uh, we're going to have a YouTube channel launching here very, very shortly, basically as soon as this content is ready. Uh, we're going to have all this stuff on Instagram too, so make sure you check it out there. Uh, we look forward to the feedback too. You can always Instagram, Twitter, whatever, uh, the best way to get in contact with us. I guess we have a Gmail account too that we'll start throwing out there as well. Uh, so. Yeah. Really appreciate everyone listening and, and following along and the support and uh, glad that everyone's clamoring for this. And we promise it's coming and it's coming soon. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it.
So with that, uh, that is it and that is all for this edition of the Train With The Best podcast. Catch Chris on Instagram, at Trainer Gorez. Same for Twitter for him. I'm at Craig Hoffman on Twitter, at Craig underscore Hoffman on Instagram. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Next time we'll talk to you, I'll be in Miami. So looking forward to that. We'll have Elise on the pod. So we'll see you next time for that right here on the Train With The Best podcast.